Managing money is time-consuming, difficult, and well, sometimes just stressful. Does it leave you confused, exhausted, and frustrated? Having those countless arguments with your parents and rant sessions with your friends all leading to the same piece of advice. You need to spend responsibly and save money. But the real question is, how? How do you achieve this? Well, come discover the simple truths about money with Finlect. Better yet, deep dive with us in our weekly podcasts and learn the most practical tips and tricks that can help you lead that life of financial stability. Hello and welcome to the Finlek podcast series. Today we're on episode 6 and we're back in conversation with Yash Bansali who is a remarkable young adult. He is currently pursuing his undergraduate degree at Yale University while simultaneously managing multiple complicated positions at many esteemed institutions across the globe. We're going back into a deep dive conversation with Yash Bansali where he takes us through the wise of investing. So let's get right into it. So I'm just thinking right now in my head if there's so many things to think about why should I even bother investing like why why don't I just stash my money under my pillow and keep saving throughout my life? Well it's it's a very interesting question you ask Monica and you know there are a lot of lot of people in this world who just save their money in the bank and earn whatever the savings rate on it uh, the interest rate on a deposit is and they're all right with that why do people invest well it's because people like having multiple streams of income so when you invest in a company you have ownership in that company and so when that company does well you receive a dividend that's one part of it the other part of it is why would you do that instead of put your money in a bank when even a bank gives you interest rates Uh, you know gives you interest on savings it's because the you expect that the interest on taking a riskier bet in the market will be higher than uh, you know investing or putting the money in the bank and so in the pursuit of generating higher returns you take on riskier bets in riskier asset classes like real estate equities uh, you know complex more complex financial products and that's sort of you know that's the caveat is that should you be making those decisions and taking those risks purely because the return is higher even if you don't understand the products themselves what do you think is like maybe the top 3 or maybe top 2 things that i should be thinking about when i want to get started with investing first point of call and the first action any aspiring investor should take is to begin to familiarize themselves with the general movements and personalities of different markets all right now markets are extremely dynamic they're also interlinked in some cases and they're also uncorrelated in others so to begin to develop a context of how different markets work in tandem all right if there's a bull run or a bear run what does that mean uh, if the economy is doing very well which markets outperform which underperform things like that one should start reading literature as much as they can on these topics so for example start reading the wall street journal read the financial times etc because that will help give you a macro overview and a little bit of context into how markets work what do we do next my personal belief on this is that a person is still not ready to select a particular stock so what they should do in my opinion again this is purely my opinion is they should put their money with professional investors now the reason for this is twofold firstly because through tracking those investments you begin to understand how particular stocks behave you can also do your own research and then check how that 
pairs up against the research of the portfolio manager and are your decisions in sync and over time one would imagine as you learn more as you see more of the markets your decisions will begin to line up with those of a portfolio manager but also all investment funds who manage other people's money will publish annual reports and results etc that again is invaluable literature that you can then use to inform your understanding of markets once you have that deeper know how of what exactly is it i'm looking for in a particular stock or asset and then i'm deciding how to invest in it that know how is important and then from then on you can decide that okay i want to look at these industries and i want to invest in these stocks so that's sort of the journey that i would take if i were to uh, you know start my investing career again should i be investing 10 dollars in one in one place or should i be investing one dollar in ten places so again that's a very interesting question because it depends very much on how much you're investing right if if the question is a ten dollar versus one dollar and you are sort of fixated on a stock i'd say go crazy because the returns are minimal here's a quick litmus test should you invest in a stock that is the fundamental question and the argument i would make to that end is that if you are not willing to invest the entire ten dollars in that stock do not bother even investing $1 in the stock it's either a good investment or a bad investment now why you would distribute your capital across is as a hedge it's because if you put all your money into one investment if that goes up you're golden but if it goes down you're dirt poor and what we're seeing now is exactly that a lot of people had put you know retail investors were individual investors like you or me put their money in very complex financial products or in sectors and industries they didn't understand that were growing and so they sort of got caught up in the market sentiment of it and now in this pandemic environment when those markets have crashed they've been completely wiped out alternatively why you would invest $1 across stocks is because you are diversified so even if one or two stocks go down a little bit you can still cross subsidize uh, the losses with the returns you've made on the other eight uh, rising price stocks so that is the argument for why you'd want to do a $1 thing it's purely diversification and to hedge against your risk but again the first point of call is asking yourself that if i am not willing to invest $10 in this company why am i even investing one uh, but tell me something what are these um, you know generally there's always uh, myths around something that, that's super complicated or difficult to understand so what would be the myths around investment the first myth of markets is this notion of get rich quick all right now there are a few people in the world who have gotten rich very quick and that's great but they have taken on immense risk and either they were so gifted that they saw something in the market that others couldn't or they were just plain lucky so they bought the right thing at the right time so if you are investing in markets thinking that you will get rich quick please don't invest in markets because you want a secondary income invest in markets because you think it's interesting invest in markets because you want to be a facilitator of growth in industry and economic circles invest in markets because you want to lubricate the economy that that generates returns for you and for the social good and because you want to facilitate development that's the first the second and i've touched on this again is have an opinion on everything i would just like to reiterate that the top fund managers the top investors are specialized they invest in particular financial products or across a select range of industries so logic dictates that if a person who has been doing something for 20 years does not see fit to have a view on everything in the market 
why should a retail investor whose information is limited to a few uh, you know analyst reports and the wall street journal feel like they have to allocate money across industries and across uh, financial products the third is and again you know there is there is a bit of discussion here but in terms of retail investors my view is people who think that they will play the market on a day to day basis my view is that eventually the market will beat you so if you think that you will you know do price arbitrage and buy today and sell tomorrow and then buy again day after i don't see that as a very smart way of investing because you may generate returns but you take on immense stress immense pressure and frankly the markets will catch up with you at some point so the answer there is very simple for a, for a retail investor the best approach to take is a value investment approach pick stocks and industries you understand pick stocks you think are genuinely undervalued where you think the market hasn't priced it right where you can see why these stocks these companies have good growth potential and invest your capital fearlessly there and gen z which is our generation has been phenomenal in their social awareness what people have begun to realize is that when you invest in a company or when you invest in a brand you associate yourself with that brand now what we have found through looking at data from the past etc is that because there is this general trend amongst the youth and growingly amongst the entire population to want to associate with high quality brands that are ethical that are fair that have a positive social impact all right consumption trends are also moving in the same direction so people are consuming more fair trade goods okay there is a decline in the consumption of tobacco products there is a increase in consumption of renewable energies etc now that reconciles with consumer trends because what we're saying is that when people and consumers like you and I realize that a product is going to harm the environment we will stop consuming it i think people are very happy to break their habits uh, in the name and for the cause of social good and social betterment and that is why impact investing has become such a big big trend so now going back to the tobacco example people smoked cigarettes for years and tobacco was a growing and prosperous industry and there was a lot of investment in that and now a lot of endowment funds at universities and other investors have decided to divest from that and the reason they've done that is because they've realized that gen z our generation the future is moving away from consumption of tobacco and so that industry although it may still be lucrative in the present has no has no future and so it is not an investment to make in the long term so that's a little bit about esg you know i think the current pandemic crisis has been very good in helping us identify which companies are truly uh, you know custodians of society and and sort of deserve our investments so you know another thing to look at is which top executives at which firms have taken salary cuts so that you know across the hierarchy people may be paid their dues that's one thing to look at because they are show, showing that they care then more uh, you know they care about more than just shareholder value they care about stakeholder value from you know their employees to their board of governors to the stakeholders to their lenders and to their customer base the wider community that they are a part of that's the key that's the future and my strong belief is those are the industries that are going to grow maybe not in the next 2 years but over the next 20 years for sure and that's where you want to put your money you want to help those industries grow fantastic i think this is a great note to kind of wrap up and end this wonderful conversation personally i have learned so much about investing you know on this 20 minute discussion with you and i hope that our listeners get some form of insights and if you know you're really interested and you want to get started on your journey you can 
always get the finlek app and go through our invest invest pack and learn the basics and then kind of work your way up to the advanced versions of how to invest and how to be you know uh, involved in this economics of sort so thank you yash thank you so much for taking our time and having this conversation with me and if there's anything you'd like to say to the audience before you before we sign off uh, here's your chance what's up all monica thank you for having me really enjoyed this discussion after this little chat that we've had new people feel inspired and uh, you know feel the impetus to go out and and invest and show which brand they associate themselves with awesome uh thank you with that we'll just wrap up and we'll see you guys in another podcast